Welcome back to the Savvy Scoop podcast, where we give you the full scoop on all things living your best life. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. New episodes drop every Wednesday for you to enjoy. As always, I'm your host, Shauna Gray. I'm a healthy habits and accountability coach for women looking to create simple habits and routines in their health and homes. If you're a fan of the show, I would so appreciate you rating and giving it a review wherever you listen, or you can also watch the show on YouTube. Maybe you already are, and you can subscribe there too, so you never miss an episode. Okay, so this is the Valentine's Day episode, so I thought, who better to have on the podcast than my wonderful hubby, who never listens to the podcast, but that's okay, because he (laughs) agreed to do this with me today. So we've been together for uh, over 20 years, so over half our lives now. Um, We've been through a lot together, because I mean, you would if you've been together for 20 years. When I say a lot, I think I mean more you trying to keep up with my constant new ideas and dreams. But anyway, um, he is my complete opposite in so many ways. He is a numbers person, whereas I am obviously the words person. He is rational. He is realistic, thank God, or who knows where we'd be living. Um, he is calm under pressure, which I am not. He is generally just a very even-keeled human and keeps me grounded. He thinks before he speaks. He has a quiet confidence. He's hilarious. I mean, so am I. So I think we have that in common. Um, Remember when I was trying to convince you that I was mysterious? Yeah. Yeah. Still don't believe it. (laughs) I was thinking about that when I was writing this. I was like, why was my, my goal was to be mysterious in university for some reason. And you were just determined that I wasn't. And I was just determined that I was. But anyways, clearly I've given that up. I'm not mysterious. I know I'm an open book. So that's fine. Anyways, welcome. Thank you for being on the podcast with me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you mean that or not, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself any further than that? No, I think you nailed it. All right. Did you even say my name? I don't oh, yeah. If you said I don't think I did. My husband's name is John. <laughs> no, I don't think I said your name. I think I just called you my husband. Yeah. Sorry. It's not like with the kids where it's like, you're so-and-so's mom. No, you uh, you have a name. It's John. So, <laughs> yeah. And I think I forgot to mention that you're very handsome, but people watching the YouTube can see that. But if you're only he's- listening, you know, he's I'll- also handsome too. <laughs> I'll, try to, I'll try to sound handsome. Or, um, <laughs> streaming on the, <laughs> wherever they're streaming. <laughs> oh, see, hilarious. Okay, so we got quite a few actually really good questions that came in. So I thought we would just kind of do it that way. Uh, we'll go go through um, and answer them. So the first one was, "How did we meet?" Which I love this story. Do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell it? <laughs> uh, so I'll tell it. So. Okay. Um, so Sean and I went to the same school, the same university, uh, University of Guelph, and we lived in residences basically right across the street from each other. So I was in Lennox Hall, Shauna was in McDonald Hall, and uh, all so girls, we, all girls, all girls. And, uh, yeah. So the in the main floor of Lennox Hall is kind of like a tuck shop with like a pizza pizza and uh, you know just a spot where you can get like sandwiches and whatever. And I kept noticing that Shauna kept showing up in the tuck shop and showing up and eating some pizza and then <laughs> showing up to my economics lectures. And then she started showing up to 
you know, all the bars that I went to and it ended up just being a bit of a stalker stocky relationship. Um, and so that's how we met. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh my God. Always on a quest for pizza. That wasn't a lie. I was <laughs> always on a quest for pizza and garlic dip. <laughs> exactly. For those that don't know Shauna personally, um, Shauna has an affinity for pizza dipping sauce and her slippers were regularly covered in pizza dipping sauce. <laughs> oh God, all of the Guelph girls are having a good laugh at this right now if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So truthfully, so we, we met, we did start dating in university. Well, but um, first we have to go back, back. Yes. So back, back. So when we were in high school, we went to different high schools. We grew up in the same city. We're up in the um, same neighborhood around the corner from each other. Yeah, but Shauna went to public school. I went to Catholic school, so we never went to school together. Um, but in high school, it just so happened that we worked in the same shopping plaza. So I worked at the supermarket. Shauna worked at McDonald's. And Shauna had friends who worked at the supermarket as well. So we kind of got to like informally know each other. Not that we ever hung out with each other. Not that we ended up in the nope. same social circles, but... We ended up kind of getting to know each other by reputation because Shauna's friends knew me uh, from working together. And then sort of I knew Shauna just through reputation, same way. I knew it was, you know, so-and-so's friend works at McDonald's and she's really cute. And so- Well, all my friends had crushes on you. John Gray, John Gray, always John Gray. <laughs> well, it's because I sound handsome. That's why. <laughs> the, so we kind of- you know, we got to know, we didn't get to know each other. We, we, we knew who each other were in high school, but we never really socialized. Um, and Shauna's best friend who she came to Guelph with, um, you know, she started dating, uh, someone who lived on, on my street growing up and someone who I knew quite well growing up in, uh, in Burlington. And so, you know, we kind of got to know each other through them. So, you know, our, our couple friends introduced us, you know, and I think Shauna's friend basically just said, oh, you know, John's going to be out tonight. Oh, by the way, he thinks you're hot. Um, <laughs> so if I remember that story correctly. Yeah. Um, so that's how we ended up meeting. So we ended up going out for a night, um, just out to a bar, just with friends. And then, you know, with that kind of snowballed from there. So we went out again for, for Halloween. We ended up, you know, I think kissing for the first time on Halloween night. And that was it. That was the beginning of, uh, of a beautiful 20 plus year relationship. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> you did tell that story well. Very good. <laughs> Once I got you to go way back, play back, but... <laughs> Right. Yeah. So we've known each other. I mean, not even, I mean, we were together for 20 years, but we've known of each other and stuff like that for a really long time. So <laughs> it was meant to happen, but obviously meant to happen when it happened, which I think it's good that we didn't actually officially meet in high school because I mean, it just, it wouldn't have turned out the same way. <laughs> no, definitely. So the next question that we got was, um, the, you know, the lifestyle changes that I have made over the last two years, if you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked about them extensively, which they're kind of the reason why I started the podcast, um, have my lifestyle changes over the past couple years, you know, obviously it's, it's been a lot. I mean, I've stopped drinking completely, 
working out most days, um, pretty conscious about what I'm eating and just generally trying to take better care of myself. Um, have those lifestyle changes impacted you positively or negatively? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, all positively, I would say, you know, I think, you know, for you yourself, you, you, you really, what's the, what's the best way to put this? You, you weren't driven to make this decision. You know what I mean? Like nobody told you, you need to make these changes. You took it upon yourself to make the changes that you made. Um, and you've done really amazing with it. And the last two plus years has really been a huge transformation for you. And, we're, and I'm really proud of you. So in terms of the lifestyle changes, how they affected me, I would say they're all in a positive way. Um, you know, in terms of your fitness, you know, for me, it's motivating to watch. Um, it doesn't really impact me on a day to day. Like you get up early to do your workouts. The, the only way it impacts me is uh, I have to make the kids lunches <laughs> in the morning. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the only negative impact of this. I have to make kids lunch, um, which is kind of a small price to pay for, for your healthy habits. Um, eating wise, I'm benefiting from it as well. You know, we're having healthier meals. We're not, you know, in the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday being like, Ugh, let's just go to McDonald's for dinner tonight. And, yeah. You know, you know, it still happens every now and again, but it's about that. Yes. It's about, <laughs> you know, not doing that every week, doing it, you know, very infrequently. Um, and you're drinking, like I've, I've mentioned this to friends before, and we've talked about it, Like you don't push your, you're not drinking on anybody. It's yeah. you don't need that social lubricant to, to be a social person. So if you're around a group of people or if we're at home and, you know, just having, you know, a night and I pour a drink, it's not like you're going to give me a hard time for it. You don't care. No. So yeah. I think in that respect, it's kind of, you know, your luck, your stopping drinking really hasn't changed anything. And I remember at the very beginning we went, we had gone to a wedding. I think you were probably four or five months into your, you know, sobriety journey and we went to a wedding. I remember saying to you, like, you know, if this is triggering in any way, just, you know, tell me if I'm, if I'm drinking too much, if I'm getting out of control, just tell me and we'll, you know, we'll call it. And you never did. And, you know, you're always very, uh, you know, you're still yourself, even though you don't drink, you're still the same person that you were before in terms of your <clears throat> health journey, you're still the same person that you were before, but you just have a bit more energy and a bit more positivity about you, which has been really great. So how it impacts me, I would say all positive, except now I have to make the kids lunches in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, like, thank God for you, because I know that a lot of people, when they go through these types of changes, sometimes the other person who isn't going through the same thing, it actually becomes resentful or isn't as supportive as you are. So, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to go this far without your support. I mean, I need your support. I, if I'm going to be working out in the morning, I need someone to be with the kids. So, I mean, you've taken that on without us really even talking about it. You just kind of took it on and started doing that. Um, so, and honestly, most people would say you're the real MVP for making all the lunches. So, <laughs> but no, you know, I, I need, hmm? I don't always feel that way when the lunches come home full. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's it's a big win for me. <laughs> it's true. You do often ask how the lunches went. <laughs> so damn hard. I mean, the kids with these lunches, honestly. But um, yeah, no. If we didn't have, if I didn't have your support, it, it I wouldn't have been able to to still be going now at this point two years later. So, um, and also I think, you know, you're not somebody who. Um, like you've never been a huge drinker. Like obviously you've had your nights and things like that, you know, like we all have, but it's not like you're somebody who's drinking every night and not that I would have stopped you if you were, but, um, it obviously makes it easier that, you know, you're, you only have one or two and then you're done. And then you even like you said at that wedding asked, you know, if you need to leave, like we can and stuff. So, I mean, your support has been a huge impact on my lifestyle changes. So. Well, I think it goes both ways. Like we support each other. Yeah. And without getting too mushy, it's uh, it goes both ways. Like you know, when I need your support, you step up. When you need my support, I step up. And yeah, it's it's just you know what a good marriage is. Yeah, we're a team. And actually, I when one of the questions later, I was going to talk about that. So um, yeah. okay. So then, I mean, the, another question was, what are you most proud of me for? I would assume that it's that, but I also want to answer what I am most proud of you of is, I mean, there's so many things, but the one, the career um, that you have built for yourself, because honestly, you, I mean, I've been with you from the beginning of it and you started at the bottom doing the, you know, the first tier job and you have catapulted yourself very quickly into the position that you have now and watching you build that yourself, not off of anybody else other than your own like determination and hard work. And like, you're just really smart, obviously, because I watch you do this stuff. And I'm like, I literally have no idea what you're up to over there. <laughs> um, and like, as I don't know if I think I said this, but if I didn't, he's an accountant, but like that's by trade, but that's not his job, but where it is your job, but you're, um, anyways, I won't get into the, like the title and all of that, but, um, the, yeah, I mean, you started out as like doing accounting and now that's, you know, you've just, you've become very respected and a leader, um, which watching you become that and gain the confidence that you have and things like that, just it's just made me so incredibly proud as somebody who has co constantly jumped around from job to job, never been able to really like stick anything out the way that you have done that stuck it out and, and built yourself up in this way. It just makes me really proud. Thank you. And I will say most of my moving up is because of how handsome I am. Uh, every <laughs> the first thing they say it's because of how handsome you are handsome so, your voices or you it's <laughs> really so i'm a bit of a drake you know you started at the bottom and now now we're here <laughs> so anyways well thank you and yeah it's you know for me as a as a professional it's uh you know you don't often see people who stay at the same job for 15 you know, 15 years anymore. So yeah. Um, and you've been at your job for well, more than that now. Yeah. 15, uh, going on 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so thank you. I, I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, and so what have I been most proud of you for? Um, you know, I can't say there's any one thing. Um, you know, you've, you're the more free spirit of the two of us. You know, I, I am the stay at the same job for 15 years kind of person. You're the <laughs> around and start your own business and do, you know, follow your, uh, you know, your ambition sort of thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, of course I'm proud of your health transformation. I'm proud of what you've done with this business. Um, but I think, you know, what, where I was most proud is how you are as a mother and it's, you know, you've sacrificed for our family. Um, you know, when our kids were born, uh, I think that's the most proud I've ever been of you just because of the strength that you show, like for anyone who has not witnessed childbirth, you realize what a superhero your, your partner is or <laughs> you know, the, the mother of your children, you kind of realize how incredibly strong they are and how, you know, how, you know, crazy it is. Childbirth is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, if I'm screaming <laughs> at you. <laughs> you know, from, I don't want to breathe. I think that's what the nurse is like, just breathe. Just breathe. I don't want to breathe. <laughs> yeah. You breathe. <laughs> yes, right. Meanwhile, all I can do is stand next to you with a cup of ice chips. And... <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say that that's the, what I'm most proud of you for is, you know, your, your strength. And, you know, it really kind of shows up when, when you need it the most, right? It's during childbirth, during the hard times, that's when, that's when you need the strength the most. And that's when you really, uh, you really show through. And that's what I'm most proud of. Thank you, love. That's so sweet. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're kind of starting to get into this. Uh, but the question was asked, three things or qualities that we love you about each other. The question also ended with PS. I love you, John, which I think we know who that came from. Your number one fan, my sister, <laughs> who's always been your number one fan from day one. So, <laughs> um, so three things that we love about each other. So I would say, I mean, like I just said, your work ethic just impresses me to no end. I think you and I both grew up, um, working, you know, from the time we were like 15 years old, our parents both um, instilled work ethics in us. So I think that's something that we have in common, one of the values that we share, um, one of the reasons that like, one of the many reasons that we work as a couple, but your work ethic just impresses me so much. I mean, the the way that you like grind it out when you need to, but in all areas, not just for work, you know, like you just, you're always you know, around the house trying to like do things, uh, as well. And just, you're just, a, I don't know. It just really impresses me how hard you work. Um, the way that you care for me and our kids and are always again, working or doing whatever you can to just like, you just always want, you're just so supportive and you just always, even if you don't agree, you just always want us to be happy, whatever that is. So just your caring, supportive nature and protective. Like you're just, just a great like person. Um, you know, that the, you're the rock. I say this to you, I think in every card I write to you, you're the rock of the family. Because again, like while I can be strong, I am also like very emotional and, um, you know, thank God we have you to just steer us <laughs> in the right direction and hold us, uh, stable, you know, um, 
And of course, your sense of humor is, I mean, I love so many things about you, but your sense of humor, I think, is my absolute favorite because, and as I said many times before to people, like, I mean, he can make me laugh on a random Tuesday night when we're not like doing anything, you know, and just like life around you is fun and funny. And again, even if we're just sitting around not doing anything, I'm always laughing. And I remember my parents said that, my dad actually said that to me when we were early dating, you know, because you're so quiet. And he was just like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy can like, you know, match her energy, you know, and then he would hear me laughing constantly and then saw us together and saw that you actually are, again, have this quiet confidence and you can challenge me, even if you're not, you know, you're not loud about it. You're just a quiet confidence, but you're able to like call me on my BS because let's face it, I've got a lot of it. Um, and yeah. All right. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my three things for you, <clears throat> and again, this is, you know, you've changed a lot over the last 20 plus years, you know, from a, you know, a university student to, to where we are today. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing is your positivity. You know, you, you always find a way to put a positive spin on things. Um, so I think that is <clears throat> number one for me. I think, you know, you're a lot like your dad, you know, when something happens, you, you have an immediate reaction Yeah. and then after you like take a step back and think about it. It's like, okay, you process it and then you kind of put a positive spin on it. So I, I really love your positivity, um, your empathy. I would say it's a big thing. Um, the number of times I've come home from work and you're like, oh, it's, it's, you know, really sad because this person who I follow on Instagram had this horrible thing happen to them. <laughs> you know this person? No, but it's just totally ruined my day <laughs> or not ruined my day, but I just feel so upset for them. <laughs> I would say your empathy is a big, uh, you know, something I love about you. Uh, and the third thing is your sister. I love your sister. Um, she is, you know, probably one of my favorite people. Uh, definitely a favorite person in your family. Um, but definitely one of my favorite people of all time. So your sister is number three. <laughs> she will love to hear that. There you go, Tans. <laughs> Um, and, but actually it's crazy cause it's not like, it's more than like many more than one time that I have been crying or very upset about something that I've seen that's happened to somebody else on Instagram, on the news. So yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot of tears. Also really happy for people when good things happen too. But, um, yeah, I take on, I take on the energy. That's right. <laughs> um, okay. So then. I think this was the last one that came in from other people. So where do we want to be as a couple in three to five years? Um, you go ahead. You take this one first. Uh, it would be great if we're still married. <laughs> that's that's the goal. What I'm most hoping for. You know, maybe <laughs> if I were 25 pounds lighter and a bit taller, that would be nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. In three years... I think our kids will be older. Well, they will be older. Not <laughs> I think. I think they will. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to age in the next three years. Um, they're going to be a bit older, a bit more self sufficient. So I think you know, in three years, just getting to you know, for 
listeners with young kids, you know how your relationship really kind of takes a backseat when your kids are young. Yeah. So, you know, putting more of a focus on us. Um, you know, our oldest will be of babysitting age and in a few years. So, you know, there we have that benefit. And don't get me wrong, we have a lot of help. We have a lot of support. Oh God, and yeah. We have grandparents, we got aunts and uncles who are be more than happy to look after the kids. But uh, you know, yeah. just getting to reconnect with you a bit more. Um, you know, we have a joke in our house, like we'll see each other on Sunday night and be like, okay, see you next Sunday. And <laughs> because, <laughs> because life gets in the way. And even though I work from yeah. home a couple of days a week, the days that I'm working from home, we're both doing our own thing. So it's not like yeah. we're, you know, sitting around chatting and in the evenings, it's, you've got the routine. It's the, you pick up from school, you get the kids sorted, you do dinner, you do cleanup and then it's bedtime. So yeah, I think, yeah. Um, you know, if our kids age in the next three years, um, <laughs> I think it would be good to put a focus more on our, uh, you know, kind of getting that connection back. I love that. I love that. Well, uh, and we got to have, I mean, a glimpse of that with our recent trip that we took to, Bar I always say, I want to say the wrong, Barbados. Um, mm -hmm. And it was so great because, I mean, we, we know that we still have fun together and we still like each other, but it's always a joke like, hey, I still like you. But like, we had so much fun and it felt so weird to travel together, even though we we've done that. I mean, we did a nine week backpacking trip, but we were 24. So it was a long time <laughs> in between. Um, but I love that. And I totally agree. It would be nice to. Yeah, because the kids, I mean, if they won't need us as much and they won't want to be around us as much, honestly. So I think um, that will be nice. And I the only other things I said, like, I actually didn't think much different because I think we've gotten um, really good at communicating, whereas we used to completely like shut down and then blow up and then shut down and then, blow, you know, have have like one or two like kind of blow ups every year. Um, I find that now like, well, maybe I am better at choosing my battles. Like if I'm finding something annoying, like I'll think to myself, okay, do I really like need to bring this up? Is this something that's really bothering me? Or am I just like annoyed about something I saw on Instagram? And now I'm like, and that's what's bothering me. And I'm going to make this a big deal. And it's not like, I think we've gotten good about if we are though, and decide that something is bothering us, we've gotten good at like finding the right time to bring it up and just like actually respectfully talking it through rather than, you know, trying to win or like nitpick the other person. I don't know if you find the same thing, but I agree. I think like ultimately we have the same goal to not be in a fight. So I just feel like we try to, we do try to resolve it. But if you are mad, which again is rare because you're just so even keeled and generally just always here. Um, I will let you go to bed mad, mad now, which mad. I never used to let you do. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love my sleep. You do love your sleep, so I just yeah, and I can't. If you're tired, I can't. It, there's just no point in forcing the fight. It just gets worse. So I finally <laughs> decided that the don't let your person go to bed mad thing. It's BS. Let them go to bed mad because the next day, usually you wake up and you're like, I'm sorry, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, tomorrow he'll apologize. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's usually before bed. You're just you're tired and cranky. Yeah. 
And so you wake up in the morning with a fresh head and it's like, okay, well, like I kind of overreacted there. Right. Yeah. So anyways, it's, uh, you know, it's like your kids, right? Yeah. It's like when the kids are tired, they're irrational and you know, it's the same with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You're just so, like them. <laughs> yep. Just give you some food, let you have your sleep, and you'll wake up just fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, again, like I said, I wouldn't change much. So in three to five years, we want to be as a couple, like you said, maybe some more time for us. And then, like, you know, we have dreams of things we want to do, but it's not, it, that doesn't, it all involves us. Like, I, you know, just traveling and like doing stuff around the house. But like, generally, like, I'm very, I think you're the same. I think we're both just like very content in our relationship, but not content in that we're complacent. Like I, you know, as much as we don't have a ton of time together, we do, um, you know, we'll make time for like even like an hour coffee together on a Saturday morning, you know, we'll text each other funny things throughout the day. I mean, it's just like little things like that. Sometimes it's all you can do, but it's enough if you, you know, just a little bit of effort here and there is, is enough for now. Right. For sure. Especially after 20 years. I mean, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Okay. You made it through. We're almost done. Um, To finish off, I ask every guest these few questions. So I'm interested to hear if you have answers for these ones. Um, One thing you do every day or most days that helps you live your best life? Um, Okay. So I I don't actually do it <laughs> per se <laughs> so <clears throat> let me I, I guess let me put it this way like during pandemic when we were all home and life was stressful and <clears throat> you know work is stressful home is stressful kids are homeschooling you know our youngest was still in in child care yeah um, oh god so doing exercise gets you in the right headspace so yeah. uh, for me, I'm a big Peloton guy. So for me during pandemic, Johnny Pelotoni, if you want to follow him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I always found that whenever I would have a workout, <clears throat> it really just kind of clears your head. And it gives you that yeah. like that 30 minutes to yourself. It gives you that little bit of time to yourself where you can just kind of not worry about work or, you know, anything else. Um, and it really just clears your head. So that would be my one thing that I'm not doing today <laughs> that would help me live my best life. <laughs> yeah, I know every time that you are in doing your regular workouts, you definitely are less stressed. Because I mean, let's face it, you have a very um, busy, uh, demanding job, which is, you know, fine and you enjoy your job, but it's a lot. So um, I definitely notice the times that you are kind of in a rut where you're not working out versus when you are because you do, um, again, you're mostly very even killed, but I can just tell that it makes you feel better. And obviously I love a good workout. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's the best. So what's the best advice you've ever been given or advice you would give to your younger self? Best advice I've been given. So last year I did a a mentorship at work, um, which was really, you know, really great for me. And this has kind of come up, Shauna, you had mentioned it in an earlier question. It was, um, you know, 
you, you kind of have your own personal brand, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the end of my mentorship, I remember speaking to my mentor and asking, you know, now that we've gone through this, any advice for me? And his one thing was, you know, you've built your personal brand and don't sway from that. Yeah. Because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you don't want to be something that you're not. And, you know, you've done as well as you have based on, you know, how you are as a person. So, you know, even when times get tough, you kind of have to stick by and be you. Um, And I would say that was the best advice that I was given. Um, If I had to give advice to my younger self, I would say to enjoy things more. So if you think back to, you know, you know, looking at our days in university, like, mm-hmm. I would kill to go back to a time when I could <laughs> go to maybe two hours of classes every day and then go home and just kind of like hang out. Yeah. And <laughs> so, eat pizza. <laughs> and eat pizza and try not to spill dipping sauce on your slippers. So, you know, just to enjoy it more, you know, having the, the freedom that we would have had as, you know, high school kids, university Mm -hmm. kids, just try to enjoy it more Mm -hmm. because, you know, life is so stressful, particularly once you start being self-sufficient, you know, so just to enjoy those times more. Remember when I said to you, when we were moving out of our first apartment and we had literally, we had parquet floor that bubbled (laughs) and we used to jump on our pet bubble. And when we sold or bought our condo. So we were moving out of that tiny rental apartment. Actually, it wasn't tiny, but that rental apartment that was so hot that we, our floor bubbled. Um, and we did a happy dance jumping on our bubble when we sold, um, or sorry, not sold when we bought, I said to you, you know, one day I think we are going to look back on these times and miss them. Cause I think we'll think they were the simpler times. And so Here I don't know that, but I don't know if I, if I miss that one. I do miss the condo. I don't necessarily miss our apartment days, but I do miss the condo. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I think when we were in the apartment, we were like just starting out. So we didn't have a ton of money to do many things. So it was like no. spending, you know, beautiful afternoons on the couch because we couldn't afford to do anything else. <laughs> I know. And even my dad would say, it's nice out. Just go outside. And we we're like, eh, but if we can't yeah. go anywhere, what's the point? <laughs> the Dexter's on. and we got our mcdonald's so i mean oh god yeah i love that that's really good and just enjoy it more but i think we could use that even now like really just try to enjoy and be a little more like i'm working something i'm working on being more present in the moment enjoying all the moments because these are the days too as busy as they are that we will look back on and really miss too yeah Eventually. Okay. And this might be a little like woo-woo to, for you, but do you have a favorite quote? <laughs> so I knew you were going to ask this. So <laughs> I have two quotes. Oh, oh, okay. Right? Yep. Don't sweat the petty things. <laughs> and don't pet the sweaty things. And number two, which I think is sort of more geared to your audience, is... Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Oh, I read that in my gratitude app yesterday and I love it. And so, 
yeah, just things are, everything is so mental. And yeah, I think uh, I had heard that quote and, you know, really kind of stuck with me. I love that one. And no one's used that yet. So there you go. (laughs) Both excellent. (laughs) Did someone use the first one? (laughs) No, No, you're an original on both. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, this was so much fun. And I have a feeling. Hang on. Oh. So you get to ask all the questions and your guests usually just have to answer. So Uh I put together 10 questions. Oh. That I want you to answer. Just quick hits. Okay. 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 No, we don't need to make a big answer, but just whatever (laughs) is off the top of your head. I'm not good at that. Okay. So I've got to, I got to put that away and not be wordy. Okay. 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 Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Knowing what you know now. What's one thing that you would change about your business from day one? Oh, I would not get so caught up in what's happening, like what everyone else seems like they're doing and try to just put my blinders on and do what I want to do. Because I think I was very, I was spending money and I was getting caught up in what I thought I quote unquote should do because it seemed like that's what everybody was doing. Um, so yeah, I would definitely put more blinders on and try to just focus on the task at hand. Okay. Best and worst part of being your own boss. Oh, the best is the freedom for sure to freedom of time, freedom of client, freedom of, I mean, changing things as much as I want when I, you know, and doing, doing the work that I really love as I feel called to do it, working with the people I get to work with and the time, the flexibility is amazing. The worst part is definitely um, having to like be your own, be the salesperson all the time, uh, like wear all the hats and try to understand everything that's going on and the financial um, like unknown, like you just really never know, like if it's going to, is this going to pay off? Are people going to buy it? Every month is, you know, it's the financial insecurity, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you were my headphones, where would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Not on your ears, clearly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> who is your least favorite client and someone who you wouldn't be upset if they canceled their contract tomorrow? luckily I don't have any of those I have my three amazing clients that I've had for over two years all of them um so luckily I don't have any of that okay we'll talk after (laughs) um okay number is that that's four questions number five can you pick up apples when you're out later (laughs) what kind uh pink lady apples okay okay you know i prefer granny smith so i need to know okay okay (laughs) uh number six do you really need to say everything that you're typing out loud (laughs) (laughs) yes it helps me process (laughs) number seven which of our children is your favorite (laughs) they're watching this so i love you both equally but it's the younger one right Okay. Number eight. When were you going to tell me about the jelly box that you just ordered? (laughs) 
that. It hasn't even arrived yet. <laughs> Number nine. What would be your pick for our next TV series to binge? Ah. Uh, uh, I want to watch that Griselda. Griselda? Yep. Yeah, that's that's the one. Okay. Uh, and last question, your favorite Valentine's Day. Oh, it's our first one. The one where when we were in university where I made you dinner and turned on the I had a gas fireplace in my bedroom. I was so lucky. I turned it on and but we had like we I lived in a house with four other people. So we went and ate dinner in uh the, my basement bedroom and I turned over the garbage can and put a blanket over it and we sat on pillows by candlelight and ate our dinner and then the fireplace was so hot <laughs> we were like sweating while we were eating but that was my favorite one it was so actually that one I loved and also the one when we were out for Valentine's Day dinner and you agreed that we should go and do our backpacking trip when okay. we were finished university. Okay. Good answers. I'm glad they were both with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this would have to be number three, the Valentine's Day episode with you. There you there go. You. Okay. And yes, that's all good, with you. That's a good segue to wrap up then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for doing this with me. I have a feeling you're going to be asked back. Uh, I have a feeling or not by, like, I mean, I could ask you anytime, but I have a feeling you're going to be requested back. I think that people will fall in love with you the way that I did. Thank you so much for doing this with me. As always, you're hilarious and you made this so fun. Thank you to everyone for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. I'll see you next time.